0: Shayna, I just wanted to say congratulations. You did beat Bailey and you did beat Becky. But when you went face to face with me,
1: I beat you. And you know
0: what? I'll do it again. Next time, next time it'll be for the NXT Women's Championship. Rhea, you might be the nightmare, but I'm the reality. And the reality is you'll be tapping or napping just like the rest of them.
1: Then why don't you do it now? <laughs> because you know that if you step back into this ring, I'll drop you. Oh boy.
0: Oh boy, what? You're fast.
1: Wrestling fans,
0: are you? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Stupid idiot! Such a massive wearing fatty! Party's over, grandpa. Kane was there. Kane was there
1: too. Yeah. No enhancement needed.
0: This ain't Monday Night Raw.
1: This might win! It's Wrestle Rant Radio. Happy Thanksgiving, folks, and welcome to a very special edition of Rant Radio here today for Thursday, November 28th, 2019. I am Graham G.S. Matthews. Hope you guys are doing well. So for today's very special Thanksgiving episode, we're going to be running a bit shorter than we normally do. Um, and when I say we, I mean Alexis and I, who is joining me for the second straight day after her appearance on Hashtag Ask Yesterday. Hey, yes, hi. So it's a very Alexis-filled week here on the channel. Of course, you know, uh, Hashtag, people could check that out. We went for over an hour and a half. Answering everyone's questions. There was like three Facebook, pages. Twitter, and YouTube. There was a shit ton of questions, so hopefully, it will not be the last time we have you on in the foreseeable future. But you've been on WrestleRant Radio a ton recently. Mm. We broke down AEW Dynamite when we went mm-hmm. about a month and a half ago. The on road, on the road episode, <laughs> one of my favorites in recent memory. We broke down the draft about a week, uh, a month and a half ago as well. The Raw and SmackDown, who you know which brand selected what. Um, but now we're talking Survivor Series weekend, including Survivor Series on Sunday and NXT mm. Takeover War Games three on Saturday. So overall, before we get any further with our thoughts here, where can the people find you on social media? Twitter, oh. Instagram, MySpace, mm. Facebook, oh, God, AIM, I am.
0: I hate when you ask Google Plus, question, Xbox Live. I'm... I mean, <laughs> Xbox Live, Microsoft Word.
1: Microsoft Anyone Word. Anyone can message me there. <laughs> Why not?
0: Um, I don't know. I have a Twitter, Lex Dejackmo.
1: You That's... sound like orange Cassidy every time you say that. Like Why? I may have a Twitter. You can follow me there if you want.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I feel weird saying that.
1: It's a like, Thanksgiving episode.
0: Give thanks. Give give thanks to me if you want to mail me any stuffing or something. Do you have a good box? That. No. Why not? <laughs> Why would Shut I set
1: up a PO box? Who's
0: gonna Who's gonna put stuff? Famous
1: YouTube star Alexis Takeover, subscribe to the channel. Oh Hasn- my hasn't God. posted new content in months. But no, I haven't. All the old content's still up there. Well worth subscribing Someone for.
0: Someone sounds angry about that.
1: I am a bit mm, upset about it. Admittedly, <laughs> admittedly, a, a bit uh, a bit flustered. But we will work. Why through are you this. flustered? I want new content. <laughs> I'm, I'm just sitting there, hit my refresh button <sighs> on my subscription feed, waiting for new content oh, to come on the, on the YouTube channel. But um, nonetheless, and it, that, that just messed up my entire fucking feed here with the... I could see, like, the little staccatos <laughs> in the uh, Audacity feed here. That's funny. Um, talking TakeOver, talking Survivor Series, mm-hmm. overall thoughts on the weekend?
0: It was really good. It was really satisfying to watch because it was, like, everything that I wanted to see. Um, that that's That's really what I'm all about is, like, as long as it's satisfying and it's what everyone else wants, then I'm going to enjoy it. Like, for example, when Seth Rollins won the... Universal Championship at WrestleMania, that was so satisfying to watch. And I was, like, jumping out of the seat. I, like, uh, honestly, I could have fallen. But... And now you hate him. Yeah. And, well, I don't hate him.
1: You hate Seth Rollins. No, I don't hate we him. We went to go meet him a month ago, and you were like, fuck this guy. I don't want to him. Okay, name, no, Piece of shit. I, no. Mm-hmm.
0: You no, know, you're making me sound like a jerk.
1: Mm, call me a liar.
0: You are a liar. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm doing. I'm calling you a liar. Prove me wrong. I I just did. Mm. No, I... I'm like, eh, on him, but overall it was a very satisfying weekend. Very good show.
1: Two very good shows in yeah, TakeOver and, Take and Survivor Series. Not just TakeOver, which usually steals the weekend. I thought Survivor Series held its own as well and produced a very strong show. And as we said on Hashtag Ask yesterday, one of the better pay-per-views all year. Yeah. We were at Money in the Bank. We were at WrestleMania. Uh, we've been at a bunch of AEW shows. So, yeah, I, I thought it was one of the better shows the company's put out all year, at least for the main roster. <laughs> Uh, before we go any further, though, I forgot to mention this. People can check out full episodes of WrestleRant Radio every single Thursday. We don't take holidays off, people. I know today's Thanksgiving. <laughs> enjoy your turkey. Enjoy your stuffing Your vegan food like Alexa. I'm not
0: or, vegan. I'm vegetarian.
1: Whatever. Your non-meat food on this Thanksgiving. Wow. It's all about the food. I feel
0: the love here.
1: Um, that being said, you can check out new episodes every single Thursday, including Thanksgiving, on wrestling.net. Full episodes available there. iTunes. Stitcher. Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Google Play. We're all over the place, baby. So subscribe today, rate the show, review the show, subscribe. And not only get every new episode on Thursdays, get every archived episode dating back to the show's debut in October of 2013. Over six years worth of content. Electric wow. episodes with yourself, Mr. Marceau, and many other exclusive interviews. Got to love RJ. We got a stacked schedule coming up for the month of December. I already have a bunch of people lined up to come on the show. No no like special interviews, but in terms of uh like guests and stuff like mm. that, I think not next week, but in a couple weeks, John Ritland will be back on WrestleRant Ooh, Radio, helping nice. me preview the Into the Fire pay-per-view from NWA, which Ooh. is coming up on December 14th, which has been confirmed that the main event's going to be Nick Aldis-James Storm, two out of three uh, falls match, the <sighs> NWA Wills Heavyweight Championship, and Eli Drake versus Mr. Anderson, So, and a bunch of other matches. So, John Ritland will be on the show, then Mr. Marcel will be back on the show at the hey. end of the month to help me break down the 2019 WWE slash NXT Year in Review Awards. And I should mention this too. So those are going live, I believe, on Monday Mm -hmm. on NextAirWrestling.net. The 7th Annual, I wanted to say, the 7th Annual WWE NXT Year in Review Awards. Going live on the website starting this Monday. Probably at midnight, if not early Monday morning, we'll say. But you can vote on the match of the year. For the Mm. two promotions, that includes Raw, SmackDown, 205, Live, NXT, whatever. Mostly Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, and NXT UK. Um, Match of the Year, Superstar of the Year, Feud of the Year, Most Disappointing Superstar of the Year, Tag Team of the Year, Show of the Year, WWE Network Special of the Year. A lot of stuff to vote on, and every vote matters. So, start voting this Monday. We're breaking down the results. The polls will be open through Christmas. We're breaking them down on the December 26th episode, in one month's time. I think it's the December 26th. Because today we're talking the 28th or 27th. This goes up on the 28th. Yeah, December 26th. The day after Christmas. The special Kwanzaa episode. We're not taking a day <laughs> off for that either. Oh, God. You can find me on the socials. On Twitter. Mm. WrestleRant. Facebook at facebook.com. Backslash Graham. The Matthews, And on YouTube as well. At YouTube.com. Backslash. See? Backslash. Graham GSM Matthews. And the, as the, at, at the last time I checked the Broken Skull Sessions episode, mm-hmm. over 8,000 views on YouTube.
0: <gasps> wow, 8, look at 8,000
1: views. So check out the review featuring The Undertaker, Stone Cold, Steve Austin. Great stuff. We caught the first few minutes of it after Survivor Series on Sunday. So Could not believe weir- that's how Taker actually sounds.
0: So weird hearing his voice. Mm-hmm. And he also looks like a lizard.
1: He looks a lot better. Without the makeup on and shit, because he looks terrible now. Yeah,
0: he looks awful He looks great now. now.
1: As a normal human being, as a normal 55-year-old or whatever he is, he looks pretty decent.
0: No, he still looks like he's 80. What? Honestly, he looks like he's 80. Like, I've seen... I did see a picture on Instagram the other day. It was, like, little pictures of Taker for Mm -hmm. his, like, over 20-plus-year career or whatever it is. And the first one he looked great in. Was it 30 years ago? No shit, yeah.
1: So, of course he looked okay, better. Okay, no,
0: but what I'm saying is you could tell when he went downhill. Like, you can tell when it started to go, oh. Probably
1: in the last 10 years or so, I would say. Well, 30 years ago. I mean, of course, everyone looked better 30 years mm-hmm. ago. I did too, I, I looked. looked I looked great 30 years ago. I know, we both ago. did when we yeah. were not even in, in existence at that point.
0: I love how you have to explain the joke.
1: I know, I have to. I Let's mean, get this it, it, it's started. Audio. Not that the fact that it's audio makes any difference, but take over War Games 3 <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, very strong show. And it was one of those things, as we talked about on Hashtag on Wednesday, where it was a great show, but not even the strongest TakeOver all year. At least in my opinion. We were at two of them on the best show I've ever been to. And that's saying a lot. I've been to hundreds. The best show I've ever been to. TakeOver New York back in April. TakeOver 25, also a very good show. TakeOver Toronto in August, another very good show. TakeOver Phoenix in January. A TakeOver War Games, another excellent event from start to finish. We kicked off the show on the kickoff show. Angel Garza taking on Isaiah Swerve Scott. Angel Garza picking up the victory en route to another opportunity at the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. So, Alexis, mm. your thoughts on Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Angel Garza, your boy.
0: I love Angel Garza. Big fan of him. Star. Star. I. You know, um, as soon as I watched him, like, come out during the, what, what was it? The tournament? What is that? NXT Breakout Tournament. Yeah, that, that was whatever.
1: won by Who Shall Not Be Named.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. We're not gonna say his he name. He was, uh... Yeah. Yeah, well, his last name has to do with measuring distance. We'll just say that.
1: He's since been erased from existence <laughs> in the <laughs> WWE world, but yes.
0: Um... As soon as he came out, you could tell instantly, like, he just has that charisma that he just, he's very, he has a very magnetic personality. Everyone just gravitated towards him. Mm-hmm. And he does a very good job of, like, telling a story through wrestling. So, he always does a great job. Isaiah Swerve Scott, I'm like, eh. I mean, I...
1: Swerve, I know. I know. Oh, no, my God. Na-da, na-da, you cannot na-da, get na-da. enough of his Love song. Love Isaiah Swerve yeah, Scott. Yeah, you do.
0: I mean, I like their dynamic, though, but Angel Garza will always have a special place in my heart. Yeah. He's great. He's Thumbs a star.
1: Up. He's a star. So a good match. Angel mm-hmm. Garza goes over, like I said, en route to getting another opportunity, I would assume, at the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Mm-hmm. It was defended at Survivor Series, and it was defended on Wednesday's NXT. Now we're recording this before the show, but mm-hmm. in addition to what I texted you yesterday about Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic going for the NXT Tag Team Titles, we're also getting, for whatever reason, Leo Rush versus, for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, mind you, Akira Tozawa from Raw. Why they're bringing in Raw guys, I don't know. Survivor okay. Series is over. He got an opportunity on Sunday. Maybe it's because he wasn't pinned. I don't know. I think he pinned Kalisto in that triple threat. Either way, that's happening on Wednesday. Uh, but Angel Garza is still waiting in the wings for an opportunity, another chance at that NXT Cruiserweight Championship.
0: Mm-hmm. No, Waiting in the wings, no pun intended.
1: Wait, Yeah, exactly. Very, that, this is why you're here, to help me fill in the blanks of the puns and whatnot. I appreciate that. As a <laughs> pun master, as I would like to consider myself. That's why really... I
0: said, you know... That guy that won the breakout tournament. Because His up. last name has to do with measuring distance, but you didn't get it. So oh no, I got it. it oh, just, you did. Oh, okay. It wasn't
1: a pun. It was more like a, you know, an, uh, another description to describe him. But um, it was it was all right. Okay, moving on. Moving on. on, moving so on. We <laughs> kick off the actual show <laughs> with the first of two war games matches. The first ever women's war games. I thought this was great. Team Ripley, consisting of your girl Rhea Repli. I love her. Candice LeRae. That was about it. Um, It was supposed to (laughs) team with Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai. We'll get to that momentarily. Team Baszler consisting of the NXT Women's Champion Shayna Baszler, NXT UK Women's Champion Kaylee Ray, Io Shirai, and Bianca Belair. This was great. Um, Obviously, the big twist of the match was that Mia Yim was supposed to be in it. She got attacked, quote-unquote, before the show mysteriously, the same way that uh, Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir who are nowhere to be seen on this show, surprisingly. They were attacked in NXT a few weeks ago as was Candice and a few other people so I would assume that Dakota Kai was behind it all. Um, she ended up revealing herself here as the one who was the mastermind behind this entire thing attacking Tegan Nox as soon as her cage opened. She ran out of the cage. Tegan Nox was too busy focused on Shayna Baszler and her cage. Dakota Kai runs back slams her right into the cage to a great reaction and we all saw the heel turn coming. We've been predicting this for, for weeks now. Ever mm-hmm. since she failed to make the uh, team for Team Ripley at War Games, she ended up, you know, she was building frustration and losing yeah. more matches. She got pinned on SmackDown and on NXT. She lost to Kaylee Ray last week and lost to, um, I think she failed to win the ladder match the week before that or helped, failed to help me again win, whatever. So anyway, um, we, we figured it was coming, it was all about the execution and I thought they did a great job mm. of executing that heel turn for Dakota Kai and cementing that turn as she is now a heel first and foremost before we get to the rest of the match what were your thoughts on the dakota uh the dakota kai excuse me heel turn on tegan Knox?
0: i thought it was done a little too early because as soon as i saw it i'm like this like i feel like you need to give it time to breathe like they've been hinting at it every episode since she's since it was announced she's not going to be on the team but I feel like they, they just need to give it maybe a little a little more time. But, I mean, the execution was really well. Like, really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't expecting it. They're really good at that. I think we talked about that. Um, yeah. Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. <clears throat> but I just think it maybe needed a little bit more time to breathe. But other, other than that, thumbs up.
1: No, I agree. I thought it was... Uh... Very well done. They could have saved it for another show and kind of built towards it more, but they did it on the biggest possible stage at TakeOver. The crowd reacted huge to it, and it kind of set up the scenario where it um, forced Rhea Ripley and Candice to have to overcome the odds with Team Baszler, which I never thought they would. I didn't think they would. I figured they would look strong in defeat, and that would be it. But no, they ended up winning. They ended up winning the entire match with Rhea Ripley pinning the NXT Women's Champion, Shayna Baszler. I think marking the first time that she's been pinned... And well over a year. So a big moment. Huge victory for Rhea Ripley. Yeah. And uh, yeah, overall, I thought this was a great match. Not only the finish, but everyone I thought involved here um, held their own. Had some great moments. Io Shirai with the moonsault <coughs> off the top of the cage was incredible. Yeah. Rhea, or Bianca Belair busting out the hair. Uh, Candice LeRae looked great. You know, the ultimate underdog. Kaylee Ray was really good. So overall, I thought this was an amazing match.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's funny though, because when we watched it, I... I so stupid like I mindlessly go on Instagram like you all, fool I'm I am a fool I'm an idiot and, well, listen I
1: do this with Twitter all yeah. the time so it's fine
0: yeah your Twitter is my Instagram but I was on there and we watched it later because of what well, I don't it was I don't know it was we some went out reason to dinner on Saturday okay yeah that's right we went out to dinner and then we were we started it a lot later so all these matches were like we were like an hour behind or yeah something about an right hour back. behind yeah so this already happened by the time we already watched it so I was on Instagram mindlessly for two seconds. And the first post I see is Rhea Ripley and Candice LeRae holding their hands up in victory. I'm like, okay, well, her team won. (laughs) But I don't know. I didn't know, like, it's just going to be those two, obviously. Mm Because, I mean, that's not the first place my mind goes. Like, oh, obviously Dakota Kai does. Like, I, I don't know that. So the whole time I was watching, I'm like, okay, I wonder how they got there, though. Yeah, But they did a good job. It was very... Definitely, like, my, I would say it's, like, my favorite match of the weekend.
1: Really? Yeah, it was... Interesting.
0: I love watching them. Like, I love Rhea Ripley. Huge Rhea Ripley fan.
1: Their women's division is the best around. Yeah, it's amazing. So. <laughs> um,
0: my two favorite <laughs> matches, I would say, were the 5-on-5-on-5 five 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 women's match yep. at Survivor Series and then this one.
1: The women stole the weekend. Except yeah. If, if the women <clears throat> did not disappoint in the main event of Survivor Series, this would have been their weekend, I would say. And it probably, <coughs> arguably, still was. Yeah. But I thought that main event was disappointing. We'll get to that momentarily. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was a great match, though. Mm-hmm. So after that, we had uh, the number 1 Contenders Triple Threat Match, with the winner earning an opportunity to compete for the NXT Championship at Survivor Series on that Sunday, uh, with Pete Dunne taking on Damian Priest and Killian <coughs> Dain. Uh, this was yeah. added to the card the following, or only a few days ahead of TakeOver. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a last-minute addition. The crowd wasn't entirely into it. My only real nitpick of the match was that it lasted probably a little longer than it needed to at almost 20 minutes. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it needed to be that long, but overall I thought it was a good match. Damian Priest had a really good showing. Killian Dane is really good. Pete Dunne is just a star. The guy's just a star. He got over in front of this crowd with no problems. He's competed in front of a Chicago crowd before in WWE, but mm-hmm. um, it was cool to see. Very good match. Dunne goes over and uh, again, uh, becoming the new number one contender to the NXT championship on that Sunday. So, your thoughts?
0: I liked it. I like Pete Dunn. Huge Pete Dunn fan. Um, I don't see the magic in Damien Priest. I just don't care for him at all. Yeah, you're not a Damien Priest fan. You know, we were talking about disagreements between you and I in wrestling. That's one. Like, you like Damien Priest. I really don't. Like, I don't care for him. Um, but Pete Dunn always steals the show for me. So... He's a star. He
1: is. He's a star. So I thought this was good. Uh, We have Finn Balor versus Matt Riddle, one-on-one for the first time ever with Matt Riddle, replacing Johnny Gargano, who was injured a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago, whatever. Um, No timetable on when he might be back, so hopefully soon. Um, But this was really good. Again, a match that would probably have stolen the show on any other event, but because it was TakeOver, we had two War Games matches. Didn't steal the show, but for what it was, a really good match. They had good chemistry. would love to see a rematch. Maybe it happened this Wednesday mm-hmm. in NXT. We don't know. We're recording this beforehand. Um, but down the road, whether it be this week, next week, the next takeover, whatever, Riddle, Balor, part two, I think would be awesome. Um, but this was great. Balor went over clean in the end, as he should have. If they want to build up Balor before he faces Gargano at some point, it only made sense for him to win here. So I thought <coughs> this was great. And um, yeah, your thoughts on this as well?
0: Well, we were talking about this while we were watching it. This is his... He's never had a takeover with Johnny Gargano in it, right? Like they've never been in the same takeover cuz the last time he w- last one he was at Johnny Gargano wasn't there, right? Yeah,
1: they've never crossed paths on a takeover before. Yeah,
0: I, right? I I love him. Big fan of Johnny Gargano. I know. Um I love pointing out who I'm a fan of, but I guess um it only made sense for him to win, but I like their dynamic those two. They're they're really cool like UFC fighter versus like just a all-around good wrestler mm-hmm. and I don't know like Finn Balor knows how to deep uh, dive deep into his character so he did a really good job here
1: yeah I thought he did a good job of coming across as more aggressive probably could have done more of that but uh, for the early shades of his first match as a heel in WWE I thought he did a good job of kind of changing up his in-ring style a little bit from what we knew him previously when he was a fan favorite but I thought this was good um, any expectation of when we might see Gargano versus Balor could it be at the next takeover in February could it be do you think they might save it for the WrestleMania weekend one in April what are your thoughts
0: I feel I could see that that's that was my first thought because he's a neck injury right
1: Yeah it's a pretty serious injury Yeah I
0: yeah. mean oh my god I'm praying for him I hope he's okay mm-hmm. but I, I feel like they would want to build that up even more because the longer you build it up, the bigger of a deal it is. Like the Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch stuff, for example, that was built up for a very long time and everyone was dying to see it. I mean, it was a little bit of a letdown because Charlotte Flair was involved and it was just all like like a deflated balloon. Yeah. But I feel like this has potential to be like a really big, big match. hmm So.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I think it could be really... Maybe not the main event of a takeover, but come close. Like this could be what Gargano and Ciampa was before that got cut short. You know,
0: he's really Johnny Gargano is really good with storylines. Like he's the face of that brand. He's he's really good with selling stuff and like building a story with people. Mm -hmm. He's not like an actor per se, but he's just really good at like I don't know. He's he's just so good at what he does. Yeah, he's
1: really easy to rally behind too. Yeah. Yeah, very he's a likable. fan favorite, and he's a great wrestler, so, and his very matches nice are person. amazing, very nice person, so very easy to relate to uh, Johnny Wrestling. So hopefully, he's back soon, wishing him a speedy recovery. So we get to the main event, the second of the two War Games matches on this show, the men's War Games match. Uh, we had Team Ciampa, consisting of Tommaso Ciampa, Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic, and their mystery partner, Taking on the undisputed era is the NXT champion Adam Cole, the NXT North American champion Roderick Strong, and the NXT Tag Team champions Kyle Riley and Bobby Fish. Um, again, a lot like the women's one, I thought this was a very well laid out. Had a strong layout. The crowd was into the action. Um, just very exciting stuff. They brought in the weapons as they did with the women, which made it extra exciting. The tables, you know, Adam Cole bringing up fucking 20 tables (laughs) towards the end there. And this was all about building up the mystery of who would be that fourth partner. Now we thought maybe Kushida. I was thinking maybe CM Punk. No, just kidding. Who was the other person we thought it would be? John Morrison. John Morrison, I thought was easily going to be John Morrison. He's been slated to come in for months now. No real sight of him until, until nothing. We actually haven't seen him yet. Um, I thought he might pop up on Raw. Maybe he might be on SmackDown this week. Who knows? Now that Survivor Series is come and gone, but I'm not sure that 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 rumor was you know going around two months ago, and we still have not seen him yet. No, no real update on him. But um, the fourth partner ended up being none other than former NXT champion himself, Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. who came out to a monster reaction. It
0: was amazing.
1: It was amazing, yeah. and we talked about that previously earlier on in the show amongst ourselves. I mean, we're not the only ones, because someone had tweeted me, so shout out to them, Ryan Coates on Twitter, had tweeted me a couple days prior saying, hey, what if it was Kevin Owens? Because Undisputed Era attacked him on Ron. I'm thinking, listen, that's an angle that will likely be forgotten about by the next day, like Vince doesn't remember that shit. I'm not really how much, how sure how much that has to do with NXT itself. And um, it would just be weird just because the guy's a main roster dude, and they're fighting for brand supremacy the very next night. So I didn't really think it made much sense on mm. paper, but the way it was executed and the way it kind of bled into Survivor Series the following night, I thought was great. Yeah. Uh, so he came out, monster reaction to kind of avenge the attack that he endured at the hands of Undisputed Era on Raw. Successfully, too, Choppa pinning Adam Cole off that... I don't even know what you would call it. Um, I forgot the name of the move, but it was... Sheamus used to do it. He used to call it the uh, Celtic Cross or something like that. Uh, Finlay used to do the move, too. But he did it off the top of the cage, through a table. The guy just had neck surgery. I mean, probably oh, not too yeah, smart. Yeah, that's
0: right. Duh. Probably
1: not too smart. But the match was... It was great, and the finish was great. It, it was an amazing visual, so I can't really complain. And it made sense for Chompa to pin Cole, because he's been in line for a shot at the NXT Championship for, what, you know, uh, six months now since he mm-hmm. lost the championship. He was forced to uh, relinquish it due to injury back in April, or March, or whatever. So, um, yeah, I thought that was good. The overall match was great, and that Kevin Owens surprise was outstanding.
0: Yeah. Um I pointed this out like 50 times to you or like just other people that we've talked to, but um, that reminded me, that ending reminded me exactly of that steel cage match that Johnny and Adam had. Yep. And when... Which like, also
1: ended off the top
0: of the exa- cage, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 exactly. And the way that it ended because Adam just happened to be on top of Johnny that he won. Mm-hmm. It was the same exact thing. Yeah. But I thought, it, I thought it was really good.
1: Yeah. They did an amazing job with this. Love the finish. The Owen Surprise was very well done. Um, we kind of answered this on Wednesday's hashtag, AskGSM, but do you see any involvement further from Kevin Owens on the NXT brand? No. This was I kind of a one-and-done with how it played in the Survivor Series, and that was that?
0: Yeah, I mean, they're, they could have done two things. Like they, have, they were kind of at a fork in the road when he showed up on NXT. They could have either had him go back to NXT, or he could... Just go on to be the face of Raw, and that's where they're going with it. Which mm-hmm. I honestly, they should do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I agree with that more yeah. than the other. And as option. people have
1: brought up, I think Raw needs him more than NXT does. NXT does not need Kevin Ellis.
0: Yeah, they they don't need really anybody. If anything, Raw and SmackDown need improvements over yeah, NXT. they need
1: some of their. Stars. They
0: need to learn from NXT. Yeah, which is ironic because it should be the other way around. You but know it's exactly.
1: Not. That's the whole point of NXT is yeah. developmental territory. But yeah, it, it is ironic. But uh. Yeah, that closed out the show. So, again, overall thoughts on TakeOver War Games 3. Did it exceed, meet your expectations? Where does this rank amongst other TakeOvers we've been to and seen so far? Not even so far. This was the final one of 2019. Where does this rank among the other TakeOvers this year?
0: Well, I, I said this yesterday, but I don't do a good job of paying attention to actually wrestling because I just it I just can't do it sometimes. Sure. Um, but when we went to TakeOver in New York, like I was... I was like 75% asleep. Like I was so tired because we had such a long day that day. Mm -hmm. We did a lot of stuff. So I was just like totally snooze fest was I. And uh, you said that was the best show. That for me, I didn't even, I don't even remember that show because I was so tired Mm -hmm. and I wasn't really paying attention. Um, And RJ was making me laugh because RJ is very funny. Um, He's a
1: gem. He's a diamond in the rough.
0: Yeah. um, And I was taking videos too for my YouTube channel. Or my WrestleMania vlog. But mm-hmm. I was so tired I forget that show. But I would say this is like the best show that I've seen because I've actually paid attention. I actually soaked up what I was watching. <clears throat> and I mean, I don't know. I just enjoyed it. Yeah. It, for some, I don't know why, but for some reason it just felt authentic because I actually paid attention. Yeah. So.
1: No, it makes sense. It makes sense. You know, I really enjoyed the show. Sometimes watching it on TV is a lot easier than being there because you have to worry about getting there, having a long day, yeah. Leaving. And, and thankfully the takeovers aren't long as the pay-per-views are the WWE pay-per-views are Survivor Series was actually on the shorter side that wrapped up around 10.30 Wrestlemania wrapped up at fucking 12.30 after starting at 5
0: and then we got back at 4 in the morning so, it, it, so like shows like that
1: are a little different but uh, you know overall a great show looking forward to the next takeover on a February on a Sunday in February February 16th um, your thoughts on it ending up on a Sunday for the first time ever they've been on Saturdays they've been on Fridays, <clears throat> Wednesdays, Thursdays, never before on a Sunday, though, until until next year.
0: What is this? Takeover?
1: Takeover, I'm not sure. I think it's... not Seattle. It's something like that. They're going somewhere. I think it might be actually Seattle, but it's one of those like weird John cities. John Rittling, get on that. Yeah, maybe it's not Seattle. Maybe it's... I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe It might be. It might um,
0: be. I So they're just doing, like, a random...
1: Yeah, just takeover. a standalone takeover, yeah.
0: Interesting. I feel like for some reason that would make it feel like a bigger deal because the bigger shows are on Sundays. Mm-hmm. While all their, you know, the other shows are on Sundays. Yeah, all
1: the main roster pay-per-views. So I feel
0: like they could maybe... Maybe it'll feel like a bigger deal.
1: I feel like the full gear... Not full gear. I feel like another AEW pay-per-view might be that same weekend, which is why they moved it to Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. Like, they haven't announced the next AEW pay-per-view... But if they keep up with the schedule, they're like the rate they're currently going at. Mm. They have a show in May, Double or Nothing. They have in August, they have All Out. Uh-huh. November Full Gear. That's every three months. So by that, you know, logic, their next show would be in February. Mm-hmm. It might be that same weekend. That, that's the only real reason why I would think they would do it on a Sunday and not on Saturday.
0: And honestly, I agree with doing it that way. Doing it every few months as opposed to doing it literally every month.
1: Or even three weeks. Like, we had a Hell weeks. in a Cell on, on a Sunday and then we had Crown Jewel three weeks after that.
0: It, because, like we were talking about, it's like, okay, now we're in like, oh, it's spooky time, Hell in a Cell. Like, and then after that, it's like, oh, it's like this. And it's just so manufactured. Mm-hmm. Like, the fake fighting A day after this show ends, you're fighting with someone else that you never even, like, paid attention to before on the show. Like, it it makes no sense. Brand supremacy
1: stuff is over. Time to
0: move on. Yeah, exactly. Brand supremacy is over. Time to hate someone on my show. Like, it makes no sense.
1: And they have to do it quickly because TLC is coming up in less than three weeks.
0: Yeah, so they better hate each other real quick. So they gotta, you know, get it moving.
1: Thankfully. Well, go ahead.
0: Well, I was gonna say, when we were watching Raw the other day literally like the first graphic i see is for tlc i'm like are you kidding me can you give us like time to breathe first yeah 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 like at least do it on friday like why mm-hmm. are you got to why why are you going to do that now
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's ridiculous
1: i think they thankfully might have a bit of a break between tlc in a couple weeks and then the rumble the rumbles at the end of january tlc's mid december so they might give like a 6 week break so usually and also most of those shows are taped in advance cuz they're holiday shows so they won't be anything newsworthy anyway. Remember, we watched like fucking uh, raw on on Christmas Eve last year. Um, when we went to my uncle's. House. We were watching on my phone. They did Natalia versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship. They had the reveal of the raw of the WWE Women's Tag Team Titles. They announced that.
0: Oh yeah, did, that's uh, right. I remember that. Uh,
1: Gable and Rude versus the Revival. I want to say they did some other stuff too. Yeah. But um, yeah. So yeah, I I, I think. A lot of those shows won't really matter, but thankfully we'll be in for a bit of a break around then. But then again, though, after TLC, there's no show. So like that weekend, I already told you this, but the Ring of Honor Final Battle pay-per-view is that Friday. Into the Fire from NWA is that Saturday. TLC is that Sunday. A lot Mm. of wrestling. Not WWE, but it's all wrestling. And then not even the Rumble we have to wait for, because January 12th or something like that is the next NXT UK TakeOver special. So that's coming up too. And, and
0: I'm working that entire weekend TLC is on. Yeah. That TLC weekend. I'm yeah. working that whole weekend. I we have to yay. watch
1: TLC on Monday. Well,
0: yep. Yeah. that will be fine. I'll get over it.
1: Hmm. At least we can watch whatever on Christmas. So. There's nothing on Christmas. And then Christmas is on a Wednesday. So I'm not sure. They're, they're definitely taping Dynamite in NXT in advance. But I'm not sure if they'll be like a notable show. Or if it's going to be like a club show. Because sometimes they'll do filler shows. Like oh the best of NXT in 2019. Like they'll do shit like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But um, anyway, moving forward here before we wrap it up, but this is going to be a bit of an abridged episode here today just because we got to get going soon. Uh, but Survivor Series on Sunday, on the kickoff, we had Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler winning a cross-branded tag team battle royal. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I, I love the Street Profits. They really should have won here. Yeah. I know they needed to give a SmackDown a win, but fuck that. Like, honestly, I'm not even... I, I, what I would have done, I would have had the Street Profits win here. And then, if you wanted to give SmackDown that win, have the New Day win that triple threat tag team match.
0: Yeah, I don't understand. If they have,
1: I, I like the War Raiders, the Viking Raiders, but then give I would I think it's more important to give the Street Profits a victory. But they then why avoid. even have
0: the Viking Raiders on the show? Like if you, I I don't understand. They needed understand. to have Raw get
1: one win. So yeah,
0: but I don't know. And I knew it was going to be from them because I I don't see them losing anytime soon. I know you said. Um, I mean, this is going on another match, but I know you said. The OC his beat him. era was gonna win. Well, yeah, they they got beat like once, but like yeah, I really, not really didn't see that happening. a tag team match. Yeah, that was um, weird. But I mean, I I was like so disappointed when I saw Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler win. Like that that was the one team. You and I were talking about it. We're like, if there was one team that we didn't want to win, it would have been them. And yeah. I love
1: Bobby Roode. I just don't give a shit about the tag team. It,
0: but the. The point is is that they're like this makeshift tag team. Yeah. Why are they winning? I'm like-
1: surprised. they're. I mean, I know they need more tag teams, but I'm surprised that they're still together on SmackDown. I would rather see Bobby Roode do his own thing. I was hoping they would get separated in the draft. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Um, I My only logic as to why they gave them the win was to set them up for a future shot at the SmackDown tag team titles. Other than that, though, no reason as to why this happened.
0: I think they put these two guys together thinking they would work because they're both egotistical. They do, blah, blah, but, blah, but I don't know. It doesn't work for me. They just, it does It not, just feels they, lazy. They both are trying to be the main guy and they just both can't be the main guy. Someone has to step down, but I feel like they both don't want to. It, it just feels awkward to me.
1: We've already we've already seen Bobby Roode in the tag. He was tag team champions with Chad Gable a yeah. year ago. Dolph Ziggler was tag team champions with Drew McIntyre exactly. about a year ago. So I don't know. They just don't see like them as
0: singles guys. No. They're tag team guys, which makes no sense.
1: No, it's bullshit. I think SmackDown needs more singles guys anyway. I mean, they have a bunch. They have a they have a couple, but not nearly as many as Raw. Like Raw has way more exciting prospects than SmackDown does. I think, in my opinion. Um, so I feel like they could use Bobby Roode in that Raw more, but that's just my opinion. Also, in the kickoff, we have Leo Rush retaining the NXT Cruiserweight Championship in a triple threat match with Kalisto and Akira Tozawa. Um, you watched this part of it. Any thoughts on this? Leo Rush retaining was obvious. He wasn't going to lose the title to Raw's Akira Tozawa or SmackDown's Kalisto. But, no, um, God, no. You no, know, good match. It was, it was fine.
0: Yeah, I like Leo Rush.
1: I like Leo Rush, he came to collect. So
0: I love his theme. He's got great so music. So good.
1: Yeah. And also in the kickoff, the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders, winning a Champions versus Champions versus Champions tag team triple threat match against Undisputed Air, who they pinned, and the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, uh, the New Day. This was also good, and the Viking Raiders won, which was, uh, it was fine. It was a good match. <laughs> I, I I enjoyed the match. I was, I, I was a bit bummed when they first announced it was on the kickoff.
0: Yeah. First of
1: all, I was bummed they got rid of the Revival in this thing, and then they put in the New Day. And I love the revi. I love the New Day, but... Yeah, the Revival would have been better. But anyway, um, I was disappointed initially they were bumped at the kickoff show, but at the same time, though, there were so many matches on the main card, I'm glad they kept it on the kickoff show. Yeah. Because the show ended late as it. I mean, not late, but like, it was a long show as it is, so they had to do what they had to do. Um, we had our first real show stealer to kick off the actual show, T Man Team NXT consisting of Rhea Ripley, Io Shirai, Candice LeRae, Bianca Belair, and Tony Storm, taking on Team SmackDown, uh, Sasha Banks, Nikki Cross, Lacey Evans, Carmella, and Dana Brooke, and Team Rock, consisting of Charlotte Flair, Natalia, the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, Kabuki Warriors, and Sarah Logan, in a 5-on-5-on-5 Survivor Series Tag Team elimination match. Um, we said this yesterday, if they were going to have you know, NXT pick up the win in the end at the end of the show... Um, I would have had this match main event over Baszler, Becky, and Bailey. I Absolutely. I thought this was the superior match.
0: Absolutely. I think it reminds me of when Seth and Brock went for the Universal Championship on um, WrestleMania because they started off with a big match, and that, like, right there keeps you, like, you're like, oh my God, I got to pay attention. And then they just keep splicing in big matches with smaller matches. I think they could have done that here where they start off, not like start off, start off, but maybe start off with something a little. Smaller and then do like Shayna, Becky, and Bailey. Yeah, because it would have, it would have probably given the match more life, and Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't have. For some reason, everyone's hating on it now. I don't get it, but I definitely would have put this match as the main event. It was like, it it was great. It was really good. I I love the NXT women. They're like seeing the Raw women go out to their freaking theme, and then seeing the SmackDown women go out to that great song, but it's corny. It's so stupid. Like why? It's so cheesy. Like yeah what i what they should have done is just walk out either to no music or walk out to the captain's music. Yeah. Cuz that makes no sense for you guys to just like be dorking out in like your little gear mm. to the freaking song. It's just so stupid.
1: And a brand they've been on for about a month now since the draft.
0: It's it just sounds so like overproduced like say if like um NXT that one time someone Someone was in the audience, somebody just won, they're playing their music, and then someone else, like, slapped them, and then they started playing their music. Like, can you stop doing that? Like, can can everybody just not have a little theme or a nickname? Can we just play the winner's music and then just move on? Like, make mm-hmm. it... Stop having it so, like, produced. You know? No, I agree. It, it's just so corny. Mm-hmm. But the, the match I thought was very good. It definitely deserved to be the main event because the NXT women just stole the entire show.
1: Yeah. Definitely. No, this was an amazing match. I love the layout too. It ended up coming down to Rhea Ripley and Sasha Banks. They worked amazingly well together. Yeah. And I didn't have high hopes for the match um, after Io Shirai and Canis got bumped due to injury, whatever, mm-hmm. which was obviously staged. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, you know, they ended up coming back out. They wanted to paint NXT as, like, the bad guys on this show, I feel like. Maybe it's just me, but I feel like they went out of their way to make it seem like NXT was the enemy. By having, you know, Candice come out and help Rhea Ripley win and EO. And even when Shampa eliminated Kevin Owens, they wanted to make them look yeah, like the, the assholes. Even though they were favored over both brands.
0: Yeah. Heavily overall. And they deserve and to honestly clean sweep everybody. Yeah,
1: exactly. So I thought that was weird. They they want to peanut as oh NXT is the enemy and this is our show like no, well, we're all cheering for NXT because they are the better show. They are. You know what I mean? This it's it's stupid. Um but anyway, it was a great match. Rhea Ripley picking up the biggest win of her career on the biggest weekend of her career. Yep, Amazing. Rhea Ripley is a breakout star winning war games. Uh, winning this match as the sole survivor for NXT, and then beating Charlotte Flair and Sasha on SmackDown. How soon do you think we see her on the main roster?
0: I would say in the next like two months.
1: Really? Yeah. In a fast track, and okay. Well,
0: or you, actually, that's a good well, we point. We brought because... it up before.
1: What about the NXT Women's Championship? Yeah, that's a
0: good point. I would say I would say you could either see her like you could either picture Vince saying, "I need her now," and then they just. Unfortunately, you have to forget the whole NXT women women's yeah, thing. but
1: they do that all the time. They do yeah, it a
0: lot, exactly. So that either that could happen, and she could come in in the next couple of months, so the next like five or six months, mm-hmm. or she could come in in the next year and get her NXT women's reign, and then someone else steps in and then takes it from her, and then she goes.
1: I mean, Basler we thought was coming up the night after WrestleMania this year. It's in November, and she still hasn't been called up. No, you no, know? and
0: I heard that they want to keep her there for now, so they could still have a big name up there because they they really like her. An NXT. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I know the main roster wants her bad. Like, they really want her bad. And it's pretty obvious they will have her on there, I think, sooner rather than later. Just because she got attacked by Becky after the main event. So I think they might be setting something up for down the road, which is cool. Even though that match sucked. I feel like Becky and Sheena one-on-one would be better. Uh, But anyway, great stuff here. Rhea Ripley, breakout star. I think it's really more a matter of when and not if we'll see her on the main roster. And she has been um, the breakout star, I would say, of that women's division in 2019. In a triple threat match, we had the NXT North American champion Roderick Strong, knocking out the Intercontinental champion Shinsuke Nakamura, and the United States champion AJ Styles. Very well-wrestled match here. Uh wasn't the match of the year or anything like that. You know, it wasn't, you know, just because it wasn't as amazing as people thought it would be, doesn't mean it wasn't great. I thought it was a very enjoyable triple threat. All three guys having strong showings here, no pun intended. <laughs> um, in the end, Roderick Strong ended up going over by pinning Shinsuke Nakamura after AJ, I think, hit the phenomenal forearm on Shinsuke. Strong throws him out, pins Shinsuke for the big victory. Everyone thought AJ was winning. Everyone in our prediction pool thought AJ had yeah. this thing won. And Nakamura for one vote. No one had Strong. <laughs> no. He was kind of the afterthought, but he ended up winning, which was a big win for Roderick Strong. I
0: know. I was shocked he was going to win, but I mean, good for him.
1: Never thought he would ever actually win on a WWE pay-per-view on no. his own, but he just did at Survivor Series, no less, he, pinning the
0: Intercontinental Champion. He is very good. Every time I see him, I, I remember that time that you told me, like, every match he's been in is, like, a match-of-the-year match. Yeah. But I I guess, like, this one this was, like... He's an patented
1: workhorse. No, 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 I mean, not match-of-the-year, but all of his matches. No, I've not it seen had a bad po- match with, with him in it. It had
0: the potential to be a match-of-the-year of type thing, but... I don't know. For some reason, it just wasn't. I mean, if you put it in a different setting, maybe if it was like on a different, like NXT, maybe where mm-hmm. they're more able to do more things, then it probably could have been. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's the type of person where his wrestling is more NXT style wrestling and not like, you know, raw. Or I know what you mean. Yeah. So.
1: I could see him like making the main roster and having him tone it down a little bit. Um, it is more NXT esque, but. Hopefully, they don't tone him down when he gets called up to the main roster because the guy's a fucking machine. I mean, that match with Matt Riddle that we saw take TakeOver 25 that, that was the show. was amazing. It was an amazing match. One of the better matches of the year, and that was the opening match on that show. The match with Velveteen Dream when he beat him for the North American title. Great match. Yeah. The match he had with Keith Lee about a month ago on the show. Great match mm-hmm. as well. Uh, the guy's a machine, so I'm very happy he won here. Speaking of NXT, we had Adam Bay beating Pete Dunne to retain the title. Um, this, in my opinion, was the match of the night. I thought these guys killed it here. Um, Adam Cole, Pete Dunn, great chemistry. The crowd was into it. I figured they would put this match on the show as like a filler match because it was announced days ahead of the event. No real buildup. Cole and Dunn was announced on Saturday when Dunn became the number one contender. Yep. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a five minute match just to kill time just to get the title defended, just to give them extra exposure. But no, they went out there, got a ton of time, and fucking killed it. That Canadian Destroyer, that uh, Panama that Sunrise was so cool. on the apron was amazing. And then the finish was one of the coolest things I've seen. When he hit it like midway through. Remember, he hit it like Pete Dunne was going for something, like the bitter end, and then Dunne re- or Cole reversed it into the, end of the <gasps> yeah, sunrise. Yeah yeah, 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 that was awesome. Into the Pan- uh, Panama Sunrise midway. And then he hits the last shot and picks up the victory. That was awesome. Fucking great match. Uh, Pete Dunne, star, already well-established. Yep. And Adam Cole, honestly, I'm going to say this right now. And now, uh, spoiler, he will be in the category for Superstar of the Year in my year in review awards at the end of the year, mm-hmm. starting this Monday, which people can vote on in next to like Go um, do it. Do you think that he is, for this company, the Superstar of the Year? I think a very strong case can be made. That he's the superstar of the year for NXT, definitely for NXT, but definitely WWE as well. Because what I would say, the top three are himself, Mm -hmm. Kofi, with the reign that he has as WWE champion. Yeah. The only thing, not that it would disqualify him, the only thing that hurts his case is the fact that he lost the title in 10 seconds and hasn't really been doing anything since. So that. Yeah. Seth Rollins had a very good year. On On top for most of the year, just... I think the crowd reactions kind of take away from that. Yeah. The only other person I think comes close, aside from Kofi and Rollins, is Becky Lynch. Oh.
0: Okay. And Becky
1: Lynch had a great year. In ring wise, Johnny Gargano with the matches he had. With I know Adam you. Cole you.
0: I gave you that look.
1: And a few others. Um, he, but he he's probably a
0: runner up. I would say. For NXT, Johnny. he
1: would be the next big. He, okay. Spoiler alert. He's also in the running for the award on my website.
0: Okay. Well, clearly, I would vote for him.
1: So Johnny Gargano. I Gotta mean, the match him. he had with you know, the, the three matches with Cole were some of the best matches all year. Were yes. the probably three best matches he, all year. He's
0: he's very he's known for having like those really good matches. He's so talented.
1: The only thing that again that would take away from that for him is that he really has not been active at all. He's had one match since August.
0: Exactly. So that's the only yeah. issue.
1: And he also, lest we forget, won the NXT North American Championship in that I don't know if you remember that great match with Ricochet at the beginning of the year. Yes. He had a really good match too. So he would be in the running up and Becky Lynch has also been on top for most of the year, won the Women's Royal Rumble, beat Ronda Rousey, Raw Women's Champion ever since. Uh, but yeah, I think, he
0: pinned her. Or yeah, she, she, pinned she, her. Pinned her she
1: pinned her. She pinned her She pinned her. Well, she is a man. Yeah, she is. Yeah. I was going to say she's a um, man.
0: I would say it's probably between Becky Lynch and Adam Cole for me, yeah. out of that list, not including Johnny, because she's still extremely popular and she knows how to work a crowd like mm-hmm. there's very few people that know how to not in a bad way but manipulate the crowd so that they're still on top and it she doesn't do it in like a creepy manipulate way it's kind of like like a star who just absorbs the entire room and yeah. knows how to read the people and those are and few
1: and far between right now yeah, the company yeah Johnny
0: Gargano can do that she can do that Finn Balor can do that and i i think Adam Cole can do that too
1: yeah i mean the guys had an amazing year between the three matches with Johnny as we just mentioned also beating Daniel Bryan in the main event of SmackDown in his SmackDown debut yeah one of the best TV matches all year he's too, had a great year on free TV Face Seth Rollins in the main event of he Raw he won the
0: NXT championship this year
1: and he's held it ever since yeah it's been almost six months he's been the reigning NXT champion his
0: entire tag team has all been champions they're all champions, champions. Yeah. he's world are now, NXT yeah.
1: had that amazing match with Matt Riddle on that first episode of NXT when it went head to head with the AEW An yeah. amazing match when, when Balor came out yeah. afterwards yep. that match was great the Dunn match was the best match on this show uh huh Again, strong case can be made for Finn Balor, He's or rather Adam Cole being the uh, star of the year for WWE.
0: I just burped. I'm sorry, guys.
1: Oh, God. Uh, I... We'll not edit that one out. <laughs> no. And uh, as we got to get going here, we'll run through the rest of the matches. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan. Still the Universal Champion is The Fiend. Uh, honestly, a very good match. I thought this was good. They told a good story. Mm-hmm. Bryan, the kind of battling back as the ultimate underdog. Yes, yes, yes. All that other bullshit. Um, finally, did the yes again. The crowd was behind him only to fall short in the end. I thought this was great.
0: I wasn't expecting him to do the yes thing yet. Like, I feel like
1: they were going gonna... like to drag it out a little bit. I yeah? know.
0: I I was like a little shocked when he did it. And then he's still kind of like, like, he's not a full on good guy now. He's no. just, he's kind of like halfway there. It, it, it was just like, like, okay. Like mm-hmm. it didn't feel like as big of a deal as it could have been. Yeah. But otherwise I thought it was good.
1: I mean, to say this was the best Bray Wyatt match since he came back isn't, saying much, because the Rollins matches were terrible, yeah. and the Balor match was a squash or something. Yeah,
0: but I mean, it's Daniel It was still a good match, though, yeah, too, I know, it's so. Daniel
1: Bryan, so I'm not they surprised. They have a very
0: good dynamic.
1: Do you see the feud continuing or no? Yes. You do? Yes, yes, yes. 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 Do you see The Miz getting involved, too? Like, maybe I saw someone say triple threat, but then again, we just had, like, fucking five triple threats at Survivor they were, Series. They
0: were supposed to do The Miz and him for the Universal Championship, I believe.
1: Yeah, that was the original plan, I heard, yeah. too. Yeah,
0: so I think yeah. definitely he, he's going he's, to... Still be in the picture. He was at
1: Survivor Series backstage with Brian, so... Remember he was giving that like pep talk or something. You may not have seen that, but he was giving him a pep talk backstage. That reminds was...
0: me of that commercial, the Cricket Wireless commercial.
1: Oh God! You're the, the best. Yeah, dumb. the one with the Miz.
0: Yeah. yeah. And and the Cricket guys like, oh, thanks, Miz. Jesus.
1: <laughs> five on five on five. Raw SmackDown NXT SmackDowns. Roman Reigns, King Corbin, and Mustafa Ali. Braun Strowman and uh, Chad Gable reigning supreme over NXT's Keith Lee, Tommaso Ciampa, Matt Riddle, Damian Priest, and the WWE United Kingdom Champion, Walter. Valta and uh, Raw, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Ricochet, and Kevin Owens. Great match, all over the place. The Walter elimination was fucking bullshit. Bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Ridiculous. I really it, it ruined the match for me from the yep. get go. But the other the, other than that, aside from Kevin Owens getting eliminated early, overall very good match.
0: I smell Vince all over this entire yeah, thing. That's that, that's what happened. I was telling you yesterday. I'm like, I feel like Triple H and Vince sat down and we're like, okay, listen, Vince, I need these matches to go well. This one, I guess you can do what you want, and then whatever, whatever. So, I feel like Vince did that. He didn't... He doesn't... I don't think he sees the magic in Walter. He Walter's absolutely No, he, I don't think he gets it. He, he's so amazing. He's so talented. He's so good, and I'm terrified of him. He's probably in the British Mafia. I don't know. I didn't say that. Please don't come for me. He might. He might. He might. I hope not, but... Yeah, I mean, the the wrestling, like, towards the end was so good. It's great. Matt like, Riddle
1: eliminating Randy Orton. Yeah. Keith Lee, like, Roman Reigns. Keith
0: Lee and Roman Reigns. Champa and
1: Rollins. Awesome. I, I
0: told you when I saw that, I'm like, I need more Roman Reigns and Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. Like, I need that because that was just amazing. Keith Lee, Keith Lee. It was so cool it's watching, like, two different worlds collide, like, Roman Reigns and Keith Lee. Those are mm-hmm. two people I never would have expected to, like, It's not a match wrestle. I didn't
1: know I wanted until right now. Exactly. Until I, want I saw it. You know, I want it now. I want it now. And it's my match and I want it now. <laughs> but, um. This was great. Keith Lee, again, as I bully Ray tweeted this, but Roman Reigns went over. Keith Lee got over. I thought this was great stuff. Keith Lee really broke out as a superstar here in SmackDown, taking home the victory, and hopefully they can capitalize off this momentum for Keith Lee. I mean, he might be the new NXT Tag Team Champion as we speak right now. Who knows? Um, but still, this looks like a uh, you know a breakout performance for Keith Lee on paper. Brock Lesnar squashing Rey Mysterio. Not really squashing might be the right word, but it was an old bar, no disqualification match. Um, great stuff here. Brock ended up going over um, about a six-minute match. Probably exactly what it needed to be. I thought they had a great pace. Rey Mysterio got in some offense. It wasn't like he just got decimated for five minutes. Dominic got involved. The double 619. was fucking awesome. And then um, Lesnar winning in the end. Rey Mysterio jumping off the rope into an F5. I thought this was perfect. This nice, is perfect.
0: Nice moment with his son. I thought it was cool.
1: And then he became the United States champion the next night on Raw.
0: Exactly. He's, have, he's, off in the he's end. had a great weekend. I mean, he did get his buck kicked, but...
1: But he looked great in defeat, and this was honestly he one of Box, Brock's better matches in recent memory. I,
0: you know, I would say the same thing. The Rollins match
1: at SummerSlam was great, but other than that, he hasn't had many great matches it was, this year.
0: It was short, but it was, it was short and sweet.
1: Yeah, short and sweet. Exactly what it needed to be. Yeah, exactly. It reminded me a lot of the Goldberg match that he had at WrestleMania a couple of years ago, where it was like five minutes, but they beat the shit out of each other for those five minutes. So it was perfect. And Rey Mysterio, for a guy that's been as injured... Injured as many times as he has been lately. Um, this was, again, exactly what it needed to be.
0: Impressive, yeah.
1: Uh, we get to the main event real quick. Baszler, the NXT Women's Champion, Shayna Baszler, knocking off the SmackDown Women's Champion, Bailey, forcing her to tap out, also beating Becky Lynch, the Raw Women's Champion. Just a flat-out poopy disappointment. This was, uh, pfft. I mean, it, it was, the match wasn't terrible, but it was yeah. very flat, though.
0: I think everybody's making it way worse than it actually was. Like yeah Shayna baszler and becky lynch could have an amazing amazing match because Shayna baszler is more like she's like a girl version of randy orton but not as big and notorious or something yeah of course like her style is more like a cat like she's very she'll creep up on you and then she'll get you Mm -hmm. and becky lynch is more like fiery but then you put bailey in there and it's like why is she in there like it makes sense to have her in there for Survivor Series, but I just want those two to go off, and Bailey can just go and hug a tree or something. I don't know. Hug a tree. Uh, she likes to hug things. Oh,
1: she's Cleopatra now.
0: <laughs> that was so stupid. Her gear. That her was stupid. She looked, ugly. looked like, ridiculous. But yeah. I think, again, if they put this match earlier, it could have been so much more and so much better. I don't. I. I don't know what happened behind the scenes. Maybe they. They weren't feeling it that day. It was just a little like. Meh. Like Yeah. You know?
1: Wasn't what it could have been.
0: Yeah, exactly. You put you put Becky and uh Shayna in there, it'll be amazing.
1: And honestly, it would have been serviceable had they had um Ronda Rousey come out afterward, like, Oh, okay, I get it, why they went with this as the ending. Like Ronda Ooh. Rousey returns or some sort of big debut or return or moment, whatever. She just attacks Sheena afterward and then that was it, and they went off the air.
0: I know, it was like like, wah, wah. like yeah, was... that should have definitely been like the second match like the first match definitely could have been that triple threat with AJ Styles and all them and then the second match could have been you know the Baszler match
1: it went over like a fart in church it was very <laughs> it was very flat so that was funny overall great show though I thought this was a very good show and again one of the better pay-per-views they produced all year yeah and and XD went over four to Smackdown's two to Raw's one which they got on the kickoff show
0: Yep. So, yeah. As opposed to last year, where Raw Raw won literally everything,
1: and then Smack then won one match on the kickoff show, but it's, they didn't acknowledge it though. They said it mean? didn't it didn't count. They said Raw was clean sweep, but the kickoff show doesn't count. But now it counts. Oh fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck you. You. It, if it works for them, then it works. Otherwise, you know. Yeah. Whatever really fits, fits their, their narrative. narrative. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my god, Jinx. Mm, twinsies. Oh. <laughs> um, so great show. We'll wrap yeah. it up with this real quick. Uh, Your two cents on Seth Rollins turning heel on Monday's Raw, uh, officially but unofficially.
0: I love it. I love it. It, it Totally amazing. Um, it, it it gets just that right aspect of reality so that it makes it feel more authentic. Um, but I did think afterwards, I'm like, it's kind of awkward. Like, he's going to be on, he's on Raw. Yeah. He's being a jerk right now. And then he's with Becky, who's also on Raw.
1: I was going to say that that was never, I mean, wasn't addressed this week. And she wasn't at ringside for that thing either. Um, That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, there were a bunch of people that weren't ringside for it, but yeah, I'm curious where that goes. Um, I'm hoping it's addressed and not just, you know, forgotten about because how many times have they said on TV, oh, that that's Rollins' fiance, or that's Rollins' boyfriend.
0: I know. So now what are they going to do? Because Becky has such a big presence on know, Rollins, yeah. Seth Rollins the same way, but now Hopefully they'll, they'll address is being it. an a-hole, what's going to happen?
1: Yay or nay in the Rollins-AOP pairing?
0: Absolutely. Thumbs up. Definitely. I like it. Because I pictured... Um,
1: it's like S.H.I.E.L.D. 2.0.
0: That's amazing. Like, mm-hmm. that would be so cool. Like, he, he could be like this dark mafia character, you yeah. know? Um, But I pictured the ending of the show, like they were beating the crap out of Kevin Owens. And then he says something like, he's like, guys, 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 let me get a piece of that or something. Or like, let me let me, let me, me oh, join yeah, in on that or something that, yeah. like that. No, nobody take that out of context. Oh, God. Just saying. Pornhub but- pops up in the...
1: <laughs> End of Raw.
0: Oh, my God. But, no, I I love that. They absolutely need to do that. And if they don't, I will be disappointed.
1: Yeah, I think they will. Yeah. Well, eventually. They'll do it, like, a lot like with the Dakota thing, the the Dakota Kai thing that you mentioned. Yeah, take it slow, guys. Take it slow. No no real reason, excuse me, a tongue twister, to uh, I'm all excited (laughs) here. To burn through it right now. Yeah. I think you no pun intended. Slow, exactly. Yeah. Burn it down. Slowly <laughs> get to it over the course of the TLC build, and then maybe afterward, maybe deliver that Christmas surprise by having him go full on heel on Kevin Owens.
0: Yeah. Exactly. They do they do it like they did, like they bucked. did the Bailey thing.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Although it took her a while to get new music. That was bullshit. But yeah. Overall, that was
0: freaking annoying.
1: Yeah. Rollins doesn't need new music, but he, they do need to change his personality because his promos were getting terrible. And not to week.
0: mention Bailey's music is very generic now.
1: Oh, it's not bad. I like it.
0: I mean, I like the it's beginning. Than,
1: it's it, Honestly, it's a change. I can't complain. It's something I, different. Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't want to be that person that complains about everything, but the beginning is nice, and then it just goes into, like, generic rock. La, mm-hmm. la, 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 la. Yeah. Know?
1: It's not... Yeah, it's, it's like... Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. That's going to wrap up for WrestleRant Radio November 27, 2019, or 28th. I'm looking at the calendar here because we're recording this on Wednesday. Uh, for this very special thanksgiving episode but before we wrap it up and ride off from the sunset once again alexis where can the people find you on the social medias
0: i got my twitter
1: your twitter at lex
0: <gasps> the you, you
1: post wrestling fan art too let's not discredit yeah i know that. i
0: do art i said in yesterday i just feel weird plugging my social media well, fucking plug it and i'll do
1: it for you at okay DeGiacomo. you can do it at de at lexistajacmo alexistajacmo
0: <gasps> alexis on instagram that's where i do all my stuff mm, okay Okay. So I do digital art, so planning on doing Johnny Gargano next. Very nice. Gargano. Perfect. Yeah. Sounds
1: good to me. Uh, on that note, we'll have you back on the show soon, I'm sure. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Any final sentiments before we uh, wrap it up here on WrestleRant Radio? No um, Thanksgiving thoughts? Nothing you want to give well, thanks
0: for? I'm working on Black Friday. Well, that's, that's, nice. that's, that's, that's that's one. That's I'm working 6 a.m. to 3 p.m., so everyone please pray for me. That's amazing. Anyone else working on Black Friday, Um, God bless you. We can
1: go to Walmart later. Afterwards. yeah
0: we are going to Walmart we're going to go check the DVDs out that's
1: that's it fuck Christmas yeah John I know King that's Richards. exactly what we're, no, we're <laughs> just going for DVDs yeah exactly
0: um, but I mean everyone have a happy and safe holiday I guess RJ hi oh god hi John Ritland
1: I echo those thoughts but on that note guys <laughs> have a great rest of your holiday as uh, as I said earlier once again check out new episodes of WrestleRant Radio every single Thursday not only on nextdaywrestling.net but also on let's say it together now iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify the, Podbean, the, Google, Google Play oh Tune in radio, iHeartRadio.
0: <laughs> uh, we're apply. all
1: over the place, baby, so review, rate, subscribe. Check <laughs> me out on, on the socials as well. Graham, Jesus, Matthews, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, whatever.
0: Not to mention uh, we might be debuting some new art for the
1: Very soon, the so keep channel. an eye out for that long time coming. Yeah, That should be debuting... Hopefully within the next month or so as we ring in 2020.
0: Very excited.
1: The future is uh, hindsight is 2020. So the year is picture perfect. I don't know. It's something like that. There's some sort of pun to be made there with 2020 coming up.
0: Why? Because of the vision thing?
1: How is there not a movie being made called Hindsight in 2020 coming out?
0: Hindsight? Hindsight
1: is 2020. Have you ever heard that phrase before? No. You've never heard that before? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. We'll discuss this all. We'll catch your ass down the road.